general, welcome to the podcast. This is probably the last time I'm going to make some kind of weird final <laughs> reference to the fact that my name is Ross. <laughs> and I'm probably. And I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil surviving COVID. Somehow. <laughs> doing our end of year podcast. Oh mate, what a year. Oh dear. Oh god, what if what if um what if uh Zoom can transmit COVID? <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm doomed. Uh, yes, no. Ross has the, uh, the the dreaded lurgy as we record this, so uh, excuse him coughing. Jenny, Jenny and I both do, <laughs> although she got it first. So excuse Ross coughing and uh, feeling ropey in the background. I I'll be honest, I'm feeling a bit coffee this morning, so I'll be uh, going off to a lateral flow straight after this. So you know, it is what it is. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't deliver you our, our, our end of year show. Now, Ross, do you realise that we started this podcast in 2017? That's because that wasn't <laughs> What? 2017. And our first podcast, right? 17, our first podcast was actually our end of year review of 2017. That does sound quite so this me. Is, what was it? Can, have you got the results from that? Uh, I can find them. Just bear with me. I'd Paula. love to know. I'd love to um, know. I, I can tell you what my results were. I can't tell you what your results were without going into mm. it. But normally we're, we're there or thereabouts. Um, so, so this is this is like this is like our fourth end of our fourth year doing the podcast, Ross. Wow! And we're still doing it, which I wow. think, which either says that we're nuts or, <laughs> um, yeah, or very so lonely. That, so, like very, very, or <laughs> very, very <laughs> lonely. Um, Can I just I'm say, going... this is also weirdly, this is weirdly also the same anniversary as me training uh, with my, my PT, Anna, who's amazing. Oh, wow. I just mean, I, I didn't, I didn't realise we didn't realize we shared the same thing. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember that. It's quite funny. So my, let's have a look. I'm trying to find my best films of the year for that year. Um, I found my worst films and there was a Transformers film that year. So, you know, that's always a pretty bang on bet. <laughs> Oh well, no. See now, I don't think that's the one that actually won it, though. Mm. Weirdly, um, the worst film to twenty seventeen, uh, the Dark uh, Transformers: The Last Night was actually beaten by Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, I never saw that. In a I year didn't that see had, the last night either. Uh, it was terrible. In a year that had Assassin's Creed, Underworld, Underworld Blood War, The Mummy, Assassin's Creed, The Circle, Power Rangers. Yeah. Leatherface and Hacksaw Ridge oh. in my worst film list. Wow. Hacksaw um, Ridge was one of your worst films? Yes, I hated Hacksaw Ridge. Mm, interesting. Genuinely, just genuinely disliked it. I just thought it was boring. I'm um, struggling to remember it, to be fair. Uh, my favourite film to 2017, Baby Driver, uh, T2 Train Spotting, Paddington 2, Raw, and OJ Made in America, which I know was a, effectively a very long documentary but still uh blade runner 2049 la la land it thor ragnarok shot caller dunkirk and spider-man homecoming logan and prevenge were kind of the the, the runners and riders so i'm guessing your, I'm sure your list would have been i'm sure a lot of mine would have, a lot of mine would have been not raw for sure but uh a lot of the others very similar yeah I'm yeah sure. <laughs> that was that was then and this is now so what we're going to do we're going to do what we always do on these kind of shows is we have the punt rule is in full effect this is your first time listening huh but even so this is your first time listening um the punt rule basically if i list something at number 10 ross has it at number eight ross will say punt and we will talk about it when we get to ross at number eight rather than me repeating it equally rarely it can happen it doesn't happen often 
Um, I think maybe there's only one occurrence of it. But if something, if Ross could punt something from the worst list um, mm. that I have on my, that I could punt something from Ross's worst list that I have on my best list. I mean, it's really mm. fucking unlikely. Um, it's, but you It's know. usually unlikely, but I'm sure there's the occasional. <laughs> I think it's been the odd occurrence. So look, let's let and in between, I'll, I'll dish out my annual awards, a shorter version than usual. So look, let's start with the worst films because I like to get the dross out of the way. Well, what we'll do, right? The rule is simple. We'll do some also rans or dishonorable mentions. We'll go yes. ten through to three pretty quickly, or ten through to four pretty quickly, and a little bit more detail on three, two, and one. And we'll do I we'll replicate bit, that for some. I'm a little bit concerned about the worst because I feel like you probably haven't watched the one you really should have watched. <laughs> no, I think I think you may have put me off it so much. I actually just I'm, I'm like I've got so many good films I've barely managed to watch. This well, year. yeah. So look, I'll go with my dishonorable mentions. You go with yours, and then we'll go from there. So we don't punt mm-hmm. on dishonorable mentions because we don't really talk about them. So my dishonorable mentions are Outside the Wire, The Ice Road, Wrong Turn, 2021. Um, a film called Initiation, which I can't even fucking remember, so it must have been shit. I think I remember. F- I think I, I think I vaguely, not exactly recommended. It. I said it was like a very average slasher. Yeah, I think maybe that. Um, Assimilate, which was kind of a take on Invasion of Body Snatchers. Uh, In the Earth, the Ben Wheatley film, which fucking bored me to tears. Uh, Morsel Combat, Monster Hunter, um, Tom and Jerry, Chaos Walking, Spiral, The Woman in the Window, and Halloween Kills were my kind of dishonorable mentions and just to qualify that that's generally a five out of ten maybe a four if it's a particularly shit year so that's my dishonorable mentions ross over to you so my dishonorables include now i haven't i've actually mentioned one outside the wire would be included in this list but i've basically not included films that i didn't finish okay that's fair yeah there's there's a couple actually tell like there's a few but there's a reason and we'll, we'll get to that um, the only one that's on my disorder, because I, I, what I mean, what I'm getting to <clears throat> is on my actual 10 worst, I wouldn't include a film that I didn't watch all the way through. Fair. Because I just don't think that's right. You know, even if, even if the film was so bad, you know. No, no, I, anyway. I operate by the same, by the same code, Ross. So the one, so my dishonorables that I did finish, just to make this clear, uh, The Unholy, uh, Apex, The Protégé. Mm. Uh, Apex Max didn't make Style. your worst ten. Fucking hell! No, 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 no. There's, there's worse. Because, <laughs> because Apex, I can say I quite like Neil McDonough in it, and I laugh because <laughs> it's unbelievably bad. But again, you'll see this. I'm just going to connect something in a moment. So, sorry, very quickly. So, the only one I didn't finish that's on my no, no. I'll start again. Sorry, the ones I did finish for my dishonorables. The unholy. Uh, the un, the unholy Apex, the protege, uh, Max Cloud, and Jolt. That's, okay. That yeah. One. Now, the ones I didn't finish, Thunder Force is just inexcusable. The others are all. Oh, and one other, Father Christmas is back, which is I can't. We've talked about Christmas films already. I can't. We we both. I can't. There's a long scathing conversation we had about Father Christmas is back. Um, but the other ones include Cosmic Sin, Out of Death, Deadlock, Fortress. Uh, all Bruce Willis films, sh- for chance? And they, sh- they share something with Apex, which is they are all Bruce Willis films. And most of them I watched the first 15 to 20 minutes, which I think was quite brave um, and somewhat akin to getting a terminal like health uh, diagnosis. Uh, and then and then I would skip forward and watch a few minutes, a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes, a few minutes. The least bad of them was probably Deadlock. 
Patrick Muldoon. Like, it was almost its own action film where Bruce Lewis just happened to be in certain scenes. Yeah. But in the end, I still couldn't finish watching it. Same with Fortress. There's a Fortress 2. So what's that, a 25, th- a 30 million year probably for Bruce Willis this year? Probably. Well, also, there was one that just came out called American Siege, which I just wanted to try and get out of the line, but I couldn't. And it stars a really good actor called Timothy Murphy, who's in a lot of Jesse Johnson's films and a lot of TV. Really, really talented actor. So I, I like him <laughs> a lot. Um, so I'd like to just, you know, give it a go. Um, but again, I imagine it's impossible to, to get yeah. I, I, The thing that's baffling me about all of these, we, we won't touch, you've seen a bunch of these here and there, right? Like bits yeah, I've done else. two this year and I just, uh, both are on my worst what's, list and I can't do any more. What's baffling me about these films is that if you take Bruce Willis, we talked about this with Hard Kill. If you take Bruce Willis out of these films, first of all, it doesn't affect the film, especially something like Apex, which is insane. Like Apex. Where, where He's not even in him. the film. He well, does well, one scene with Neil McDonough, and that is it. Well, the thing is, most of you, well, and then he kind of watches the hunters do yeah. things. But that's like, what I mean. He's not in the film. He's, he's just supposed to be, there. He's supposed to be the bad man in Hard Target, killing people, and he clearly refused to do anything. So they now have the hunters kill each other, which can't possibly have been in the original script. It no. can't possibly have been what they thought they were getting into. <clears throat> so you just watch it going, oh. how? So, so, so remove Bruce Willis from these films, right? Hard Kill from last year. Wouldn't have been the worst action film. It just wouldn't. It was. It was not great by any stretch, but it was like a sort of CG, actiony, quite you know, quite action-packed movie. And most of these films would, in theory, run the same way, except, except. So Deadlock was the one I watched the most of, aside from Apex, which I actually watched the whole thing of, which blew my mind. These films are not good films in the first place. Like then, a lot of these films don't work as films anyway. No. And I don't understand. I understand when you have a film that works and then you insert Bruce Willis and it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? I understand yeah, it's the cherry on top, that. isn't it? It's the, it's right. the extra or, sales. Or it's, it's, it's the another... Or it's the on top. Yeah, it's yeah, another it's million sales. pound sales in sales story. or whatever it is. Exactly. It, well, it's selling the world still somehow, right? You pay Bruce Willis, what, a million dollars a day, he'll do two, probably two days or something. A lot of the IMDb entries, if you look at the IMDb entries for things like Out of Death or whatever it was called, it literally, in the trivia, Bruce Willis shot all of his films in one in, scenes in one day. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it's, in a, it's, it's on a bunch of them. So it's and then his stunt double shot the rest over his shoulder. Right, or, or whatever double they could get, right? So, because in Apex, I'm convinced that was a shot over a black guy's shoulder. I'm positive. Or well, certainly ethnically different, regardless, right? But yeah, so, I, I get what you regardless, mean. Like, regardless, regardless. It's, these, it's, a lot of these are not good films anyway, at all. But someone's making money. Well, yeah, and it's probably Bruce. Really. Anyway, well, yeah. look, let's so, uh, let's move on because there's a lot more Bruce done. Willis to come in this episode. Trust Absolutely. me. Um, so my number ten, uh, Liam Neeson in The Marksman. Next, now um, I tried watching The Marksman, and there was that other one, the uh, the ice road uh, or whatever. The ice road. I actually didn't. I just hate couldn't the ice get. Road. I just yeah. couldn't. Well, fair enough. I just couldn't. The so we for t- <clears throat> so we gave for tens, right? Yep. So it's Rise of the Foot Soldier Origins. Oh, yes. Rise of the Foot Soldier Origins. I, I, I sort of debated putting this in, in, in my bottom 10 for a little bit. But I just... Well, I, a shit film is a shit film, Ross. And, uh, you know, mm. whether we know people in it and know people involved in it or well, not, yeah. a shit film yeah. is still a shit film. And, uh, you yeah. know, friends shouldn't get... 
free rides in my book. They should just make films that are slightly better. But to its credit, it would have done... Or acknowledge... Acknowledge what it is, rather than yeah. pretending it's or, great. Or well, to, uh, to its credit, it would have uh, it would have would have done good business. Uh, my number nine, uh, yeah, we are just going through nine to three, so we'll go yeah. relatively quick. Nine. To, my number nine is Infinite, Marky Mark in a fucking dull film, um, with one of the funniest sequences in a movie ever, where he jumps the motorbike yeah. onto the fucking plane. Oh dear. Weirdly, it didn't even make my work. Not because it wasn't the worst. I just I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> there are a couple of films I completely forgot about this year. So that was my number yeah. nine. Yeah. So my number nine is, it's weird, it's the most enjoyable of, of my worst, if that makes sense. And it's only here because it's terrible, but it was also the best worst film of the year, which is old. <laughs> punt. Old is the old, punt. Old, old, okay, cool. Punt. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punt. that's coming up. I, uh, my to, number- I put it at the bottom, I put it, just to be clear, I put it near the bottom because it's not my worst, if you see what I'm saying. It's my it's, least, it's my second least worst one. It's one well, we'll talk about it in a sec. Uh, Snake yeah. Eyes is my number eight. Ah, so my number eight is a film you've probably not heard of called Borrowed Time, or also it's called Denard Anatomy of an Antihero. It is a I'll be charitable and say it's a European action film that has some people in that we sort of know. And if you look at the lead, I'm not even going to get into this, if you look up the lead guy and his delusion online and on social media. uh, Is it AKA Denard 3? I don't know if it's 3. I think 3 might be cut. I think we might be waiting for 3. It is is a mess beyond, I just can't. There's this weird little breed of films now that has people that you and I have worked with, plus some people from some of Van Damme's older films, because I think that the people behind the films think that those people are famous. And by the way, with no dis- I don't know how I'm sounding. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful to those people. You're working on a film. It's a job, right? It's a job. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I appreciate how I'm sounding. I don't want to be condescending. But then you see the film and you go, no. I think it's correct title. I think it is actually called Borrowed Time 3, a.k.a. Denard 3. Because that oh, came maybe. out in 2000. I mean, it might have different titles. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. no this, so is Denard, new, this is this year. This, this Denard year. Anatomy of an Antihero originally yes, is one. down on the IMDb. It's coming out in 2019. Oh, but that could just hey, be right, when it, it that, that could just be when it was um you, we all know that the it might IMDb be put on IMDb, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit yeah. of a weird one. Oh yes, no, I mean, yeah, that's a fucking hard pass for me. Um, my number seven is a film that I know you haven't seen. Um, Billy Piper's directorial debut, Rare Beasts. I thought it was oh. just a pretentious pile of student toss. Um it really was quite bad. Um so there you go. That was my number seven. Your number seven. My number seven is Red Notice, to be honest. I'm amazed how much you liked it compared to me. Um, I just, it was intolerable. I, 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 we discussed this on the last episode. I actually would go as far as say I quite, if not really enjoyed it. Uh, my number six is a new entry. Um, just came out a couple of days ago. Well, a couple of, wow. about a week ago. Um, and it is the Matrix um, Resurrections. Uh, punt. Okay, fair. My number five is a Bruce Willis film, surprisingly, um, called Midnight in the Switchgrass. This has the the the. Am jewel. I not doing? Hang on, am I not doing? Wait, wait, wait. Am I no, not you just punted this? your number. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I did that wrong. Jeez. My bad. My bad. Your number six, Ross. 
It's Snake Eyes G.I. Joe origin. <laughs> okay. Just lame as fuck. It was fucking awful, wasn't it? I mean, it was lame. just genuinely embarrassing. It was shit. Uh, and you were you were like championing this film from the beginning. You were like, "This is going to be hoped. good. I mean, I this hoped, has ninjas. This is like yeah. you know." And and I, you even got me on the on the on the Snake Eyes train. The only thing I'll say about it, no, actually, I can't. It was shit. Um, Midnight in the Switchgrass, my number five. <laughs> uh, it's Bruce Willis, right. um, and it's Bruce Willis and Megan Fox. So just to put together two people, I couldn't give any less fucks about. And there you have it. Uh, it was bad, oh, but not the worst Bruce Willis film of the year. No, I, I was one I was toying with just trying, I and mean, then I just thought, like, that's time. It's just <laughs> Bruce Willis has a scene in a diner, and a scene in a car, and a scene at a crime scene, and that's pretty much all he does for the entire film. Again, take Bruce Willis out, and all you have is Megan Fox. And Jesus Christ, this is one of the only circumstances I'd, I'd suggest keeping Bruce Willis in. Isn't this the one where on IMDb trivia, uh, she's she's going out with someone called Machine Gun Kelly, right? Yes, like a, correct. A, and he's in the film, I think. Correct. I and I believe it's something like, the trivia is something, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it says something like, Megan Fox uh, declined to, to attend the premiere claiming like ill health or something. But Machine Gun Kelly denied this, saying they, they couldn't go because the film is straight up trash. I mean, I give respect to him. Um, you're I quite like five, him. <laughs> yeah, my number five is, uh, oh, God. It's called Take Back. It's the Michael J. White in a cameo, but it's his wife, Gillian White. Take Back, did you say? Sorry, you're Mickey, your Take Back, yes. Uh, with uh, Mickey Rourke as the lead villain, who was clearly being filmed between takes for his dialogue. I don't really know how to explain how bad Take Back is. <laughs> it's, it is extremely bad. Good. I'll, uh, I'll uh, skip that one. I'm so sure there are some to... people, I'm sure there are some um, martial arts movie reviewers who are saying of it's course. the most amazing thing. Yeah. Of course, because they they love mm. the people that are in it and God forbid you say yeah. anything bad about those people. Uh, my just four... honest. No, just honest. Oh, honest. That, isn't even word. Just that honest. is the correct way of putting it. Yeah, honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't be honest about people that, that um, these kind of sub-sites fucking feign over and love because, you know, that gets you no love in the world. Number four is actually the funniest film of 2021. Um, oh. It genuinely was a film that made me laugh more than any other comedy or stand-up special of the year. Unfortunately, it wasn't a comedy, it was old. It's the, be it's the best, it might be one of my favourite films of the year. It, from a pure... For real, for real. Yeah, from the pure perspective of how much did I enjoy this film for all the wrong reasons, nothing touched old. I mean, literally, I had a, I, I had a smile on my face. Not a smile of enjoyment, but a smile of, you're fucking joking, right? Like, surely this bit's a, like... Um, what were they thinking? Kind of thing. Yeah, Thomasy <laughs> McKenzie, right? Who was fucking yes. really good in... I mean, I had some issues with her performance in Last Night in Soho, but in the yeah. whole... She's still good. Yeah, she's still I thought good. she was still pretty good. In this... Yeah. She looks like she's never acted before. She looks like she's never been on a film well, set just, before. She constantly looks surprised. I remember messaging you. I remember messaging you oh, somewhere so around funny. every ten to fifteen minutes, sometimes more frequently, about certain things. Like there, there were moments that I was laughing at, which were obviously serious moments. But the music then desperately tried to make more serious. It made me laugh even harder. Like like the moment was bad and not and not and you know and, and ludicrous 
and then there'd be like a musical steel, like a brrrr, that, and made me laugh even harder. Like oh almost my like God. almost it like was... driving the nail home. Oh, and just also the fact that the film there's no point even really criticizing old, but just the fact that it sets up rules, completely breaks every single rule, and like just the fact that their toenails and hair should be like overflowing within an hour and a half of being there. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it's just the whole thing's insane. It's insane the whole way through. And it doesn't matter what is said in the dialogue to establish a rule. So just to, because just then they to break that this, rule about nine minutes later. Um uh, the writing has to be this bad on purpose, right? Um they've just found the dead porn star, I mean body. The framing is so uh, weird. The kids just aged. We're supposed to take this seriously. This is amazing. And I put honestly, yeah. it gets worse. And you put can't wait. Um, I'm hoping the black guy turns into Danny Glover by the end of it. That bit got me. Um, he was like, he was like, you know, remember Interstellar? Yeah. Rufus Sewell, the, Sewell the, the just slashed the black guy's uh, cheek for no reason. How can they keep yeah. having nosebleeds, but the cut healed immediately? Oh, I'm not stopping now. The How girl's child is pregnant. Him? The music is desperate for us to take this seriously. Now the baby is dead. <laughs> it's like the best, worst stupid film of all time. Just, <laughs> just, um, they're all just like, sort of sitting around mostly enjoy- not doing anything then occasionally doing something fucking insanely stupid to try and escape it's great rust doesn't work <laughs> that way <laughs> yeah the rust that's thing the one that got insane. me that was the one yeah. that got me rust does not work that way. Work that way anyway that's old um, probably I should put this on my best films of the year uh, that's what I'm thinking. About this year. Um, <laughs> so Ross, what's I would actually f- recommend people watch it. That's no, I do absolutely. Um, but as a film, it's fucking trash. Yeah. Um, what would you cool. rec- what would you say was your number four of the year? Oh, uh, Matrix Resurrections. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it, just, it, it, yeah. I've gone on a journey with this film from going, it's okay, to it's really quite shit. To I'm actually now angry. I'm more angry than I yeah. was after Resur- after. Um, uh, erections or resuscita- whatever the last fucking two were called. I don't know. Reloaded and <laughs> regurgitation. I don't really give a shit. But I'm actually more angry than I was when we, at least when I walked out the cinema in Cannes with you after we saw Reloaded. Yeah. yeah. We were laughing. We, we were in on the joke, right? Other people, right. maybe not so much, but we were definitely yeah. in on the joke. We laughed. Yeah. We, we were having fun yeah. at the film's expense. This one, I just kind of got to the end and I was like, now, if I had to explain the story, and I listened to a couple of podcasts about other people explaining the story, mm-hmm. and what I'm learning is no one can actually understand, no one actually can explain it's the no story. story. I said this in our, in our previous episode, I don't care, there is no story. There, there is regurgitation from the other stories and stuff. There's no actual story. No. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like there are things happen. You know, this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. In between everything I've just said, uh, this is a, a shot from the previous, from the first film. This is a shot from the first film. Oh, yeah, here's, here's some uh, footage blah, 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 from blah, blah, the blah, blah, first like, film like, to remind not, you that Lawrence not, Fishburne's not in it. Right. It's his reminders of a better film. It's not a story. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to say it in a better, in a more articulate way. So my number three was Apex, uh, mostly because whilst you're right, Neil McDonough in it is fab. Um, but yeah. I do feel slightly sorry for him. And I'm really hoping this sure. is kind of a, the, what's to come for his choices of movies. And this was like a one-off. But mm. I'm putting it in there just because of all the lazy-ass Bruce Willis performances I've endured this year and last year. <laughs> this is the worst. Because he doesn't. Yeah. he literally doesn't turn up for the action scenes. 
he, well, he just he, watches. He's watching. He's, or when he's, he's involved, it's over his double yeah. shoulder. Mm-hmm. It might just as well be the guy with the beard from Catwoman doing the stunt work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for yeah. me, I'm just like, I'm out. You know, like Bruce Willis is done. Like, I don't. I'm not even going to try any of his other films. You're this not said, watch the next thirteen, the next thirteen films next year. You're not going to probably because you know depends how bored I get. What's your number three, Ross? My number three, she is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that one. Yeah, remember that one. Remember the good one. Yeah, it's still actually quite good. It's it's still well compared. Like like whatever your thoughts of that first one were, this one is now. Yeah, this one now does it a lot of favors. Let's say. So my number two, ironically, is one of the most forgettable films of the year. Uh, and it's called Reminiscence, <laughs> and I've oh, mostly yeah. forgotten it. Um, I didn't bother in the end. I was yeah, thinking about it. I just didn't. It's just, if you want two hours of really bad um, kind of, like, hardcore, you know that hard-boiled PI shit that went out of fashion in the 60s? Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's that set in the future, really boringly, where you don't give a fuck about anyone. Selling it really hard to me, Phil. Yeah. Um, or as I put, a melodramatic, cliche-ridden sci-fi film that fails to stand out in almost every way. Mm. So your number two, because I know what your number one is, and your number two is my number one. So let's just get oh, SAS Red Notice out of the way, shall we? Yes, very true. Uh, uh, I'm so angry at that film. It was very, um, yeah, it was infuriating. Because you just keep going, there, there's a better film here. There's there a, is a better film there. There's, there's a like, film there. If you take there. out fucking whatever mm-hmm. her name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, if name? you replace her with, if you replace Ruby Rose, if you replace her Ruby with Rose. like an adequate opponent, like an adequate anta- antagonist, there's something there. It's still not great, but there's something there. Also, if you do, if you get rid of stupid things like a female SAS commando, I'm sorry. Like, look, I'm all for tough, actiony female characters. We all know that it's one of my defining characteristics as a human being. Um, but a female SAS human is just like as a as a trooper is absurd. If she'd been an intelligence agent, sure. But it's, the whole stop. thing, the whole thing please from stop. start to end is How, just... You can't say that. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And you're right, it could have been so much better. And I've seen action films by people that, that were making films worse than us that are better than this. Yeah, easily. And this is just trash. So, go on then, Ross. Yeah. What's your worst film of the year? <laughs> Well, it's no surprise. It's, it stayed at number one for the whole time. I'm, I'm sort of annoyed you haven't watched it just to sort of be able to go, oh, I disagree with you or something. It's Nemesis. It's the most incompetent film. That includes all of the Bruce Willis. That includes all of the other stuff. It's I, I have to, on a level that is, that is embarrassing. It's, I have to hate fuck a film to, to want to watch it, right? Like, there has to be something in that mm. film. That oh, I, you would I, with this. You would no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I want to watch right. I want to watch it because I know that it has... But but when a film... When, when, when you've described the film in the way you've described it, it just... There's nothing about that film I want to see now. It's like, I'm just like... You've, no. you've actually now completely taken me past the, like, the hate fuck, just to hate. 
Sure. I, I probably will because, you know, but it's just, I've got so many good films I'm trying to squeeze in. Sure. That this was just not on my, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's our worst films of the year. And, you know, there are some absolute stinkers in there. I just want to say, just on, on balance, right? Like, mm. we waited a long time for some of these films due to yeah. COVID. Halloween, Spiral, um, you know, uh, fucking Outside the Wire, um, Infinite, Snake Eyes, Matrix. We waited a long time for all those films due to COVID. And it was fucking disappointing that none of them were worth the time. Um, right. yeah. So look, let's go to my year. End of year awards for 2021. A few less than usual because... Um, so look, my most entertainingly bad film that I watched this year, um, and it wasn't a film from this year, but it is the most entertainingly bad film of the year. Uh, and it was Deadly Mile High Club. That changed my life. It's fucking amazing. I'm so glad it's, you liked it. If you have not seen that film, you have to see it. It's just, yeah. it is phenomenal. Um, so uh, the Can We Just See the Damn Film Now Please Award, uh, last year given to No Time to Die, uh, this year given yes. to Top Gun Maverick. Yes. So bored of waiting for that film now. Uh, the TV show in 2021, we really didn't need award, goes to Tiger King season two. Haven't watched it yet. We, we thought we were going to jump on that. It's and maybe we will. Fucking messy cashing that has no, no um, value whatsoever. It, it has nothing. Did, did you um, watch? Did you watch all of it? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. All five episodes, and you kind of get to the end. It's it's one of the messiest, badly structured things I've ever watched. It's really bad. Mm. Um, so the TV show that I needed in 2021 last year it was given to Tiger King. I think it was a TV show we all needed in 2021. TV show uh, I needed in 2020, sorry, in 2020. Uh, the TV show I needed in 2021 was Below Deck and Below Deck Mediterranean. Oh, I've not seen it. I've heard like, of it. I shit you not. It changed my life. Um, wow. The Surprise of the Year Award. Uh, we may slightly disagree on this one, but No Time to Die, which actually came out and I thought was pretty darn good. No. <laughs> uh, There's good bits in it. Ross There's is in the minority in here uh, for most people. I don't people. care. Um, I'm right. The Oh Bollocks, <laughs> that film should have been on my 2021 list, but I reviewed it last year. Award goes to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. The That Wasn't Worth the Wait Award, uh, this year goes to The Matrix Resurrections. Oh, yeah. But didn't we already know that? Yeah, kind of. Um, we like you, but maybe it's uh, maybe it's time to take a year off award. Goes to, for the second year running, Blumhouse. Yeah. Who had another very mixed year, not least with their Blumhouse Presents TV things. I watched like bingo hell or whatever it was and i just was... haven't had to, i haven't had time to watch any i actually want to see them because i feel like i'd probably get something out of them and uh of course halloween kills which was trash i just don't agree with that i think there's another reason with halloween kills there's nothing nothing about mm, that film that was good no. other than the fact it was gruesome uh come in your time is up award goes to m night Shyamalan. um old was just not very oh good. i want a sequel no i want a sequel uh, so the Oh God, Please Stop award goes to Bruce Willis for Apex, Midnight in the Switchgrass mm. and all the other fucking terrible films he's made this year award. Mm. Uh, the Oscars only have, really... It's not going to finish, by the way. It's not going to no, finish. Not. No, 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 it's not. <clears throat> um, the Oscars really like, only really like Famous Dead People award this year goes to uh, the Oscars for missing out Naya uh, Rivera, Jessica Walter mm. and songwriter Adam Schlesinger. To be fair, better than most years... 
like they didn't miss out a whole fucking huge star like they did last year, but still they're so inconsistent. Um, proof that award shows really suck award for Anthony Hopkins getting the award for um over Chadwick Boseman because everyone, everyone thought that Chadwick Boseman was going to get it, even Anthony Hopkins. So God knows what went wrong there. But also the trial of Chicago seven won nothing at the Oscars. Yes, yeah, crazy. Which is just crazy. Is that them just raining? Is that just been raining against Netflix? I think it, I think it's raining against Netflix, and the Oscars have never been a fan of uh, Aaron Sorkin either, in general. True, true. Um, so the Old God Why Award goes to uh, Bruce Willis. I watched Die Hard this year. Bruce Willis? Right, okay. I watched Die Hard this year. That's what I'm going to say. Um, the Less Is More Award also goes to Bruce Willis. Uh, can we have much less next year, please? Uh, and the no. Less Is More Award have you looked too. Have you looked at his upcoming film? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. Let, let's it just pop over you. to the, uh, let's up, just pop over to the IMDb. You. It'll upset you. Uh, right. This year, Bruce Willis. Next year, Bruce Willis has, are we ready? Gasoline mm-hmm. Alley, A Day to Die, yeah. The Wrong Place, Vendetta. Hmm. White um, hmm. Uh Die Like Lovers. That sounds like a porno. Uh, corrective mm-hmm. Measures. White yeah. Elephant, Paradise City, mm-hmm. Fortress 2, mm-hmm. Wire Room, mm-hmm. and Fortress 3. Yep. He ain't going nowhere. Oh, Jesus. Um, the Less Is More Part 2 award goes to Marvel. Um, while Shang-Chi was good, really good, in fact, uh, Black Widow was solid. okay. So- solid. I thought that good. I love Shang-Chi. I thought it was a great origin movie. I think it was one of their better ones. Uh, Black Widow was okay. Eternals was rubbish. Um, but even with the pandemic, we didn't need Spidey. Spidey films. was good. Yes, Spidey I wrote this good. before Spidey. To be fair, um, oh. but even with the even with the pandemic, we didn't need four films and four TV shows this year. No, like I'm a little bit over it. And the films that I should have seen on my 2020 should have been on my 2022 list, but I hadn't seen uh, Class Action Park, which is a cracking documentary about the most insane theme park in the world. Saint Maud, which is a cracking documentary about a nun. Um, no, it wasn't Hang on, what? I'm joking. It's a horror film. Oh, thank God. Fucking disturbing. Rocks, which was brilliant. Rocks was brilliant. Host, which was fucking the scariest thing I've ever seen in my that's life. From last, ever. That's from last year, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. These should have been on my oh, 2020 sorry, list. Sorry, my, my bad. Probably and of course, confused. Deadly Mile High Club. That's amazing. Thus <laughs> ends the awards for the films I should see. So let's jump straight over to our best films of the year and uh, I'll kick off with our bubbling under. Um, so the films that didn't make my list, but I really, really liked, No Time to Die, Mitchell's versus The Machines, Ghostbusters Afterlife, A Quiet Place Part 2, In the Heights, Four Hours in the Capital, Judas and the Black Messiah, Run, Hide, Fight, which was for so long in my top 10 because it's a cracking mm. little film that. Cop okay. Shop, which is Fucking insane. Uh, the Fear Street Trilogy, Tatane, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Last Night in the Soho. Obviously, that's not what it's called. It's called Last Night in Soho. No. Uh, so those are my bubbling unders. Um, as an additional, um, and I've got to say this, um, what should have been on this list uh, is Palm Springs. But yes. I, I watched it and reviewed it in 2020. I added it to my 2020 list. So this is kind of, Palm Springs will be my number 11 of the year. Well, I've um, added it to my top 10 because I think it should be in the top Good, 10. good. I'm glad. I've, I've sacrificed a place to it. Glad. I'm glad. I so you're bubbling under list, Mr. Boyask. 
my bubbling under list includes my most recent film that I watched, which was Pig. Um, uh, Soul, what, Batman, Soul of the Dragon. Pig. The Pig. Cage movie. I did yeah. not like that. I liked it a lot. It, it, I, won't, I don't need to watch it again. There's an incredible scene in the middle where he goes into a restaurant. And That's has a great this whole scene. Thing about, it is fucking awesome, that scene. We, we love that scene, both of us. And I, I like the film overall because it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. And I, Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting. Um, and again, it proves that Cage does not dial shit in. He does not dial in. At no, all. no, no. It, it, Cage's, Cage's is probably the most interesting stage of his career. Yeah, he's really, really good in it. Um, so Pig, uh, Batman, Soul of the Dragon, uh, Run, Hide, Fight, much like yourself, Venom 2. Now, both volumes of Batman The Long Halloween, which I cannot recommend enough. Jenny and I really enjoyed them. They come very close to Batman Mask of the Phantasm Ooh. in terms of are they the best Batman film wow. of all time? They're very, they're like crime operas. It, it's fascinating. Wow. Um, That's both very good. They're probably 85 minutes each, but hugely worth watching. Uh, Don't Look Up, which are really, we both really enjoy. Uh, the Beta Test. Last Night in Soho, Dear Evan Hansen, The Guilty, uh, Cop Shop, People Just Do Nothing Big in Japan, Blood Red Sky, and The Mitchell's Best Machines are all in my honourable. Mitchell's probably Best a few Machines was great. That was like my number one it film of the year for quite a while. Yeah, and I can... It, <laughs> it, it's simply because, well, some of these are kind of interchangeable. Like, if I didn't have Palm Springs, maybe that would be my top ten. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I get that. Um, So my number ten is The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Oh, same. Oh, perfect. Exactly uh, the same. What a film. It's such a lovely film. Yeah. Such a lovely, lovely film. So, look, good. Uh, my number nine um, is The Many Saints of Newark. Uh, I'm a oh, I big... My, I didn't even put it in my honourables. That's really funny. Uh, I'm a big Sopranos fan. The film did not disappoint. I understand why some people did not like it, though. Some people did not enjoy so, it. it this was, so, this was interesting. I don't... I should have put that in my honourables, actually. My, I think I said to you, my main concern was, I think if you hadn't seen the show, I really don't think it translates very well. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you really need to... I'd, 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 luckily, I'd seen the show fairly recently because Jenny and I did sort of... Yeah, and we were show. watching through it um, as we were going. Yeah. So, like, we, we'd been yeah. watching through with the podcast. So, I'm... It's I'm, great for that. It's great for that. Yeah, and so like, I'm, mm. I'm genuinely... I think, like, yes, it absolutely is for the fans, but yeah. fuck it. So it should be. Sure. Like, oh yeah. No, I. I just think it should operate on its own terms as well. That's all. And I no, I don't know. I see. Does. I. Uh, I'm torn on that. Right. I am torn. Um. I definitely think if you're a fan, you're going to get a lot more from it. I think there is a problem with the marketing. I think they marketed it mm -hmm. as an Anthony Soprano's movie, and it was not an Anthony Soprano movie. I agree. No. Yeah, I quite agree with you. And that's yeah, that's agree. piss poor marketing by HBO and Warner because yeah. you know David Chase even said on the podcast. That's not how I, I did not want this film promoted as an anti soprano mm. movie. This is Dickie Moltisanti. Like the film is literally right. called The Many Saints of Newham. Moltisanti yeah. is many, many saints. saints. <laughs> so, exactly. Like it literally, it starts off with, so, uh, spoiler, it starts off with Chris narrating. Like it's about yeah. the Moltisantis. It's not about yeah. Anthony yeah. Soprano. It is in the end, but yeah. one does but not have to be the other. That's well, that, I have to say, it's a culmination rather than it being about him. Yeah, absolutely. So that was my number nine, Many Saints of Newark. My number nine was the Donnie Yen action movie Raging Fire, which... I've really, not seen it yet. It was I a really surprise. It. it really... The last half hour alone is... It gets a bit muddled in the middle, but the last half hour is, is uh, with no hyperbole, glorious. It's some of the best action you've seen in the last 10 years. 
the final fight is extraordinary and all the build kind of pays off. If that makes yeah, sense. I, I, I'm <clears> obsessed <throat> with that film. I want to see it really quickly. Um, yeah, so my number eight is a film that I, is the film I've seen most recently. Um, and it's a film that you recommended to me, highly recommended to me. And I'm guessing I'm going to have to punt this down the line, but my, uh, this film is Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, yeah, punt. Cool. Okay, your number eight. Glad you enjoyed it. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, my number eight was Boiling Point, the Stephen Graham movie. Uh, which oh, I so I have this on my list to watch. It's excellent. Uh, really excellent. Uh, it stayed with me. Um, I, I think I told you, but when I read some other reviews, there are some very valid criticisms, like there are certain stories that go nowhere, all that, you know, personal stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it, but it's part of the night at a restaurant. It's not resolution. Do you know what I'm getting at? It's not like these stories are going to resolve. It's this person has this issue. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and no, I, totally. I really liked it. I really like. In fact, I didn't even think about it until I read those criticisms, which are, are valid criticisms, but they didn't make me not. I wasn't sitting there going, "Oh God, I hope that works out with so and so." Do you remember? I just yeah, yeah. It was the flow of the night is what makes it like work to, to me anyway. <clears throat> I was really impressed with it. No, I, I look. I'm. It's on my list of things I really want to see. Um, mm. It's gonna be one of my pickup films for January, I think. Um, mm. So yes, so good. Okay, so my number seven is a film that I saw very early in the year, um, and it's a film I really, really enjoyed, and it's really stayed with me, which is interesting because this was a film that I definitely was not looking forward to, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but that film is uh, was and still is, and will always be, uh, Cruella. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I I, did like Cruella a lot when I saw it. It's definitely faded from me a bit, to the point where it didn't even really go into my honourables, obviously. Um, I did like it, though. Oh, I love Cruella. I, I can't, so I can't say it's... I think I had too many problems by the end of it, sort of. Um, but I, 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 I think it's it. one of those I, mean, I, I, liked, I liked it. Like you have to have to do on its own own merits and kind of forget where it yeah. sits in the grand pantheon of Disney shit. Um, but hey, I like Cruella. Uh, you're number seven, sir. My number seven is well, it is a bit of a late contender, and also I didn't think it was going to be in any of my list, but it's Spider Man No Way Home. Punt because my number six is Spider Man yeah. oh. No Way Home. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's because it's because I've been thinking about it a lot. It's more great, than, film, and I really it's a great. As, movie. It's, as, it's the Marvel. It's the Marvel film we actually needed. Yes. So, so the way I look at Spider Man No Way Home, right, is it, it, the Marvel universe. Like Shang Chi, fine. It, it's a good film, and I think the guy that plays Shang Chi. Um, is great. I think he's awesome. He really think... pulled it off. He pulled it off. He pulled it off. And and weirdly, on a very piss poor series that I watched called Selling Sunset, I'm addicted to that show. Mm. It is terrible. He's on there buying a house, and he he comes across That's as pretty... the nicest guy on the planet. So he did a great job, right? But if you take that out, right? Like, did I care about a Black Widow movie? No. Do I care about Eternals? No. Has the whole Marvel MCU just got to be much like the comic books get at times, which is kind of this, this fugly mess of characters and stories. And, you know, and you can write out why the Eternals weren't in the Avengers and why such and, why such, and such wasn't in the Avengers and why, you know, sure. but ultimately... We know why. It's because they hadn't had a film out yet. And if they had have been, they would have been in there. It's all very messy. Right. 
Spider-Man No Way Home could have been a disaster. Bear in mind it brings in three three series of characters, keeping it broad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but it, it, it the only thing, on reflection, the only thing I would like to see, and especially knowing that this character's in um, other films coming up from Marvel, uh, well, sorry, Sony, is I thought it should have had the Vulture in it. I kind of get that too. I Weirdly, I feel like it should have had... But I think Michael Keaton should be in everything. I feel like it should have had... Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it should have had some involvement from one of his own nemesis. Mm. I think that's kind of it. And it's, it, 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 it wouldn't have changed things remarkably. No. But I feel like it would have tied... Like, like I guess what I'm getting at is it would have been good to have, it would have been good for the other Peters to have seen the sort of characters he faces. Yeah. You know, I think there's something in that possibly. Yeah. Um, so, but other than yeah, that, I, I thought it that. was one of the best superhero films I've seen in years. And I think it yeah. is the best Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man two. Uh, probably. Although I think, I think homecoming is necessary for this one to work. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. You, you know, but it's absolutely that, yeah. necessary. Yeah, and the, just the genius of, of pulling the best actor from the Andrew Garfield films, like yeah. pulling in um, uh, J. Jonah Jameson into this trilogy was yes, just... Yes, that was very, very yes, very clear. Yeah, like, because he's... And having him more like he is in the Spider-Man PS4 game as this kind of podcaster yes, sure. stroke, yeah. kind of Fox News media type you know, GB Absolutely. News type guy. I think it's genius. And I think, um, yeah, obviously he's a fantastic actor as well. But I just thought... Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Simmons is awesome. And I just thought, like, this was this was the kind of... This is the kind of superhero film that I've waited my entire life to see in live action, and they didn't drop the ball. Yeah, so, I, I completely agree. <laughs> it could have been a complete mess, and it wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. So you're number six. My number six is Palm Springs. I, Palm I guess Springs, because yeah. <clears throat> it would actually be normally higher. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. It's, I wanted to put it at the top of the bottom half, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just Palm Springs it for to, me, you know. It, it's top five of the year for sure. It's, yeah, it's, it is. It is. <laughs> it's just the, It's just a brilliant film. I fucked up last year. I don't fuck up like this very often. We um, both I fucked did. up last we year. Both we both did. did. We both because did. obviously, you know, there are ways to see things um, and release dates sometimes are weird. They're like, sometimes something will come out in the UK. Like Oscars are the classic example of this. Like we do our year, January to December, right? We don't do, so we'll have stuff that came out last year in America this year. You know, yeah, we exactly. we do it by calendar year, not you know for the UK. Every so often, I think this happened before with Green Room for you, didn't it? Where we put it in two years running. That sounds right. Yes. Uh, you gave it your film of the year two years running, which was hysterical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, great, great film. Uh, my number five was a documentary that I saw that that sat with me for a very long time afterwards, um, and it was mm. a, a strangely beautiful film, and also. It had added footage from Top Gun that I'd never seen before. Uh, the film right. was Val. Yes. So that's your number five. It's my number five. It's my number five. Uh, I was glad you put that in there, mate. It's great, wasn't it? Absolutely. How, how much did it change your opinion of Val Kilmer? Not a lot, <laughs> to be honest. I still think he could be a complete dick. Um, yes, but, but but a complete but, dick that has a humble it, and yeah. genuine. Cool. Like this Absolutely. guy has filmed 
everything he's done throughout they're his entire exclusive. career. They're not, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> no, that's true. Easy. That's true. Um, I just thought it was beautiful. And yeah, it was. It, it, he's just, the, what, he's, what he did with this by filming everything is give us a beautiful insight into films that I grew up with that I love, like The Doors and like, like exactly. he's auditioning for JFK and like the heartbreak of not getting these roles. And you kind of see the other side of being an actor, right? Like you, you think Val Kilmer must have had it easy, must have just walked into a room and said, I'm Val Kilmer. And they said, right. well, how much yeah. money do you want? But actually he was auditioning yeah. for films that, you know. Yeah. He was chasing roles, uh, running off. Yeah, no, he was absolutely. He, like chasing after Full Metal Jacket, chasing after JFK, yeah. chasing after all these things. And you just kind of go, man, like that's, that's a guy that's yeah. like not had it all handed to him. No, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, he's fantastic it's a fantastic yeah, it's, I could watch another two hours of it easily yeah and uh, I'd love to you, see volume two you know. I'd love to see volume two and you don't even have to structure volume two let's just have volume no. two as we just see the shit that's Val's films right I don't care yeah. about the structure I want to see behind the scenes more. I want to see more behind the scenes footage on Top Gear like, Top Gun sorry that I've never seen before <laughs> Top Gear for sure yeah I want to see stuff yes. from the doors that I've never seen before you know I want to see all this shit that he did um, and it's also got that heartbreaking thing of he was probably at the cusp of a of a comeback. Oh yeah, very much. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy's not dead, right? Like, the guy's not dead, but no, no, like, no. he was he was at the start of something that could have been amazing. A Val Mason, sort of Val And I, I could see, yeah. you know, Kilmer may maybe being a, doing a John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, and and someone like Tarantino casting him, and him being like this completely different like second latter career for him. I think oh, there was so much in it. Um, so yeah, uh, my number four um, is an actual R-rated superhero movie. Um, I, I've debated on, did I really like this film as much as this? I, I'm going to be honest and say, most of these films in my top 10, with a few exceptions, mm. probably wouldn't have been there on any other year. Maybe. Saints of New York, maybe not. Um, Corella, maybe not. The Suicide Squad, I don't know. But I do know that when I saw it, I enjoyed the living fuck out of it, mostly because it is a James Gunn movie. Regardless of what right. it is, yes. who it does, or, or all of this shit, it's a James Gunn movie. And that's great. So, yeah, and it's a full-on James Gunn movie as well. It's a James Gunn giving a shitload of money and, like, the ability to do what he wants. And unlike most people that are given that, Zack Snyder, he doesn't fuck it up. He just went, yeah, okay, I'm going to make this really fun. And he did. Yes. That was my number four. Yes, my number four. And I liked it a lot, but it didn't really trouble any of my lists. Um, and I'd, I'd like to watch it again soon. I've got the Blu-ray. My number four is Dune. Okay, punt. Mm. I'm surprised that hit your list at all. Mm. We'll talk sure. about that one. <laughs> down the road my number three is a film called summer of soul or when the revolution could not be televised i uh, really so a, wanted to watch that uh, it's brilliant I really uh, to watch that. it's brilliant kermode kermode um kermode says it's one of the best documentaries he's ever seen music documentaries mm. ever seen and i'm pretty much sure um i'm pretty much sure he's right uh but this is a 2021 film about a concert that took place in the same time as Woodstock in New York that no one really knew because it was right. black music 
It was, you know, the footage was buried, you know, but right. Yeah, it's a fascinating documentary and it is a fascinating look back in time. So that was my number three. Oh, I just somehow managed to shut my laptop down. So you'll have to wait a little bit to find my laptop. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It was really funny. I was just watching it just disappear on me. Um, here we go. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, my we number record these live, people. Is, yeah. My number three is Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Mate, what a film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. It's Absolutely just, it. and weirdly, a friend of mine texted me this morning, and his text was, and this is relevant. He texted me this morning and said, "I watched the first ten minutes of Tick Tick Boom on Netflix and turned it off. Load of Theatreland Ponzi bollocks with singing." Yeah, it is. It's brilliant. <laughs> and it's, and I think that's probably one of the best reviews you could ever have of that film. It's a yeah. load of Theatreland Ponzi bollocks <laughs> with singing. But my God, Andrew Garfield. Yep. He must be these, the superhero of 2021, right? I was going to say, these two films have sort of, you know, done a bit of, a, uh, <clears throat> done a bit of a, an Andrew Garfield number on me. It's Garnacence. Uh, yeah, I know that uh, doesn't work at all. I, don't, I never thought he was a bad actor or anything, but holy shit, what a, move, what, what a, what a year for him. I would be gobsmacked if he... So, if the Oscars were real, mm. right, and, and people <laughs> actually voted for them properly, like... I would give probably give Andrew Garfield best supporting actor nomination for Spider-Man. Genuinely. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I would give him a best actor nomination for Tick Tick Boom because he is He's phenomenal in that film. He's extraordinary. His singing voice alone, which was unbelievable. Mate, I, he I'm can sing. Away, I've blown, he can really sing. It's insane. So it good. Make sense. Yeah. so good um so my number yeah. two um is a film that we saw quite early in the year um and it was a film i had no expectations about whatsoever um but nobody was a hell of a film ross uh is that a punter or is it the actual one no no it's still yes my, my number two well we're really in line quite a bit this we, we, yeah, we, we often are quite in sync although i'm confused what your number one is uh you won't be because it's something i haven't mentioned yes i know but it won't be you won't be that surprised when I say Okay. Um, nobody. I mean, it's one of the best action films of the year. Uh, it out John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. I think it's the best, film. best action say, film of the decade, I, maybe. I mean, I know we're I keep saying two years it's in, but. one of them. It's one of them. Like, it's, it's, I've said this in a number of comments here and there, where it's the film that everyone says John Wick is. Yes. Like, it's the, it's the film that people say John Wick is, and John Wick isn't. So bored of saying stuff like that. But, um, it's just got everything. Like it's just it's it's everything about it works. It's the action is so good. Uh, his character is great, and in fact, there's a lot of the things that I don't like in John Wick, and yet it works. Yeah, and in the, the like end showdown. I mean, the generic Russian gangster. You know all that yes. stuff. Like it has the best and, best bus fight of the year. It, it does. Um, although Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi was good, but there was too much CGI in that bus sequence. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Nobody was a great fight. And it also has the best <laughs> prison fight or police station fight of the year um, with the shootout at the end and the crazy Home Alone shit that nobody gets into. It's just, it's nuts. It's such a good film. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Is Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, man. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Doc Brown with a shotgun. Who knew that this was going to be the year we'd see Doc Brown with a shotgun? Um, yeah, no, nobody is um, 
he's great. So my number one of the year, uh, there's only one film left. Um, I've punted it now, so there's no surprise here. My number one film of the year is Dune. Um, I see it. I get it. I don't think it's number one, but I, I get it. Do you know why well, it's my number it one? Right? right. It's because my it's number one. Good. Because it's actually good. Because A, it's actually good, but B, it's the most interesting, different, and cr- it's the only big budget film of the year that genuinely reminded me what cinema could be. And I know I've put I'm like, I know you. I talked about West, um, uh, West, West Side Story. Story and like West Side Story theoretically should be my bubbling under. I explained this on the last show. I thought West Side Story was amazing, like cinematic, beautiful. I just didn't connect with it. I thought June yeah. was all of that. And I yeah. did connect with it. And I loved yeah. it. And I, I think Denny Villeneuve is a fucking awesome director. I love Blade so Runner. I love it's all- funny because I mostly don't like his film. Like I liked Blade Runner and I liked his earlier films. But in terms of things like Arrival, love the Arrival. Think of, I hated it. I just hate that. I hated it's the wrong word. Actually, Found that might be one of the films that you had on your worst list that I had on my best list. It's, it's possible. I don't think it's that recent. But anyway, um, I just. I went into Dune with very low expectations, having loved the book as a kid. The David Lynch version is not relevant, but I like that movie. But <laughs> it's really I wasn't. Not what I mean, what, what I mean is, I wasn't going to compare it. They're not. Yeah, totally. They're just not remotely connected. Um, I so I went in with low, and also not a particular Timothy Chalamet. In fact, yeah, all of this stuff, right? And not particularly infused by Batista and Momoa as much as I like them as performers. I'm like, what's going on here? And I really enjoyed that movie. I, 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 like I say, my, my, my main caveat is June 2 better be not just build. I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of build. Yeah, I, I, I anyway, get there, that, right? There is, there is. But like I said to you, you can't two, judge. Part no, two, one... no, you can't. No, you can't. But what I'm getting at is that is the structure of it. It is mostly build. But even so, June 2 sucks. So... Well, I hope it doesn't. June is still a great film. It, it's a promising film with great stuff in it. At the uh, moment, I don't. I don't if think it's, if it's a fantastic. If it's a fantastic fighter, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of going with like almost like the, the, the Lord of the Rings comparison here a little bit. Yeah, but if, 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 if the, the other... two halves work, then it's going to be superb. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, there's a possibility that it won't work. There's a possibility it won't. Work. Based on June, I don't think there's mm. any way that Villeneuve cannot deliver a great film right like we're I at lord of the rings true. territory here true. right we've watched that's fellowship of the ring and we're, we're yeah. like yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure i'm in safe hands now like i'm pretty sure i agree i agree admittedly yeah. we then got yeah. the hobbit yeah so you know not not all... so what's surprising mm-hmm. then what is your film of the year it's barb and star to the cinema oh you are fuck get the fuck out of here no 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 yeah no easily Easy. No, it's it was fine. It's Best not the fine. film of the year, Ross. Yes, it is. <laughs> it sure is more so than Dune. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you absolute cunt! <laughs> yes. Look, I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed it. I genuinely enjoyed it. One of the best films of the year, easily. Easily one of the best films of the year. 
it's definitely a film that came out this year. You're right. It is definitely a film that got released and therefore one of the best. Yeah. I mean, degree of scale, right? Well, sure. On that bombshell. I don't think I saw you that coming. Genuinely fl- you sound genuinely flabbergasted. I, 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 I'm genuinely, genuinely Someone blown away. Someone me some smelling salts on by, by, like, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't think what that film could be. Um, okay. I mean, look, That's it was, funny. it was you definitely one of the most. genuinely genuinely offended I'm, I think I am I mean I I'm not as offended hope. if you'd put old as number one although I probably would have right, understood yeah. old more than Bob and Star go to Vista Del Mar Possibly. to be fair Possibly. look look I mean joking aside it was it was the most original one of the most original films I saw this year it is for sure yeah, easily I didn't connect with it the same way you did but absolutely cool. it had me in hysterics when I watched it um I watched it on a train which was a very weird thing to do because like you look like a complete weirdo when you're when you're belly laughing um on a train and it's a very quiet train um but i did i laughed i thought it was a really good film um it probably should have gone on my also rant to be fair i had a feeling you put it on your list i didn't think you put it that high (laughs) Uh, so ross overall um what rating would you give 2021 for films out of 10 it's not as bad as it's not as bad as expected i'll give it a seven yeah, I think I it think hasn't six. been. It hasn't been all that bad. It hasn't been that bad. The smaller films delivered, the bigger films Some. didn't, well, and I mean, Netflix thing, though, I, didn't do a great job. Right, here's the thing. I semi agree, although I think Don't Look Up was a big improvement. But one thing I will say is though, the big films that didn't deliver, I'll be blunt. I wasn't expecting the ones. To. Like, I wasn't expecting Matrix Resurrections to be any good. I wasn't expecting No Time to Die to be any good. I wasn't expecting very so. But no, but, but the Spider Man one was the, the genuine biggest. I wasn't expecting to like any of the Marvel films. Um, Shang Chi, Shang Chi surprised me, but it's still not great. Do you know what we solid. both forgot? And No Way Home was great. What's that? Um, Fast Nine came out this year. We've doesn't not mentioned matter. it at all. But it doesn't, doesn't matter. But I like. Sorry, I genuinely good. forgot that came out this year. Oh, I remember that. I just wasn't on my list. Like. It's just silly. I genuinely Spine. forgot that came out this year. I mean, how bad is that? By the way, I just want to say my highlight of the year. Oh, I should has... have said Candyman in my honorables. I don't think I said Candyman in my honorables. Your dishonorables? I meant to say Candyman. No, my honorables. Candyman. I'm so torn on that, Phil. Um, I liked it enough. I've got the. Oh, you know. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> my apologies. That's all right. You have COVID. The You're Candyman fine. Candyman Blu ray has a load of deleted scenes on it and a different have ending. You, have you watched them yet? I will do. I meant I tried to do it before today, and we can get to it. Cool. Um, Very one thing to see how that works. Yeah. Look. Uh, yeah. It's a strange. It's been a been a strange year. I forgot what I was going to say now. That's something I was going to talk about. I've completely forgot now. My brain is is. Uh... Yeah. But so and no. So that's it. My, my 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 highlight of the year. If I could pick a highlight of the year, mm. I'm going to ask you to do the same, Ross. Um, do you know what we haven't done? We do it every year. We haven't picked our hero and villain of the year. Oh, I know those. It's pretty easy. Let's let's do that because because like like we haven't we haven't done that. I, I'm gonna have to. My my villain of the year is Bruce Willis. I'm just gonna give it yes, up. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly that's exactly who I was. And actually, say. my hero of the year is gonna go to Andrew Sorry, Garfield. Cool. My, I, I was gonna say he was like surprise of the year for me. Or Spider Man. No, Spider Man is my hero of the year. Yeah, the Spider Men. The Spider Men are my heroes of the year. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so 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 
So we almost forgot that. We do it every year. So yes, my, my mm. villain of the year, Bruce Willis, my hero of the year, Spider-Man. Oh, I've got a, a better villain than Bruce Willis. Go on. The sheer amount, the, the, um, there's a particular advert for View. Have you been to a View cinema? No, never. There's a View advert, which is essentially for turning your phone off. Yes. I think Jenny, I think Jenny will praise me for including this as villain of the year. There's an advert which briefly has Ridley Scott in it and has John Boyega narrating it about essentially turning your phone off. Do they, do, does halfway now, through, do they replace now, John Boyega with someone else or just put him into the background? With a really strong white chick. Yeah. Basically, you know um, <laughs> uh, Ridley replaces John Boyega. Um, no, it's, all, it, it, all it basically is. By is the way, for anyone listening, to, that was that was <clears throat> deliberately sarcastic, right? Because yes, that was because a, that was a joke for anyone who doesn't have a sense of humor. That was an uh, actual was joke. joke. We are not saying that they yeah. should have done that. We are making a reference no. to the fact that in I Star mean, Wars, he was sidelined. <laughs> yeah, they, they did do that. Just, I'm sure he's made that reference joke. himself quite a bit. Yes. Um, so it's basically about turning your phone off. And it goes on for so fucking long. You, you feel like turn your phone, phone back on again. And I'm, because it, Actually, that. There's, you need to see this advert because it will drive you. The first time we watched it, went, that's kind of fun because it's like, you know, it's about films and stuff. And, but, and you're just getting all these morons walking around with their screens and you know, all of that shit. The very end of the advert is good because like, the screen goes black and it's like, see, does that feel nice? You know, just just do that. That's the, but there's also an advert but we both can't stand, which is a Pepsi advert oh. with this woman drinking Pepsi. Have you is seen that, this in the, the Yes, yes, the empty, the empty bottle of Pepsi for the yes. plastic yes. recyclable. Yes, that advert so, can go fuck itself well, in the so arsehole. This brings me to my, my other villain of the year. So much. And it's Cineworld, which I've had this yeah. award before last year, and I think the year before, actually. <clears throat> and the reason yeah. is... My cine world in Eastbourne is phenomenal, right? It's one of the best cinemas I've ever been to. I love it. I, I love going there. It's my church, and I'm not being sarcastic. We love sarcastic. the O2 one, just to, just to be clear. We love the O2 one. Right? But what I hate is the fact you sit through 10 minutes of adverts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you sit through another two adverts, then you sit through 10 minutes of trailers, then you mm-hmm. sit through an advert for Cineworld, then you sit mm-hmm. through an advert for Cineworld, then you sit yeah. through an advert for Pepsi, then you sit yes. through another advert, and then if you're lucky, 28 minutes later, yeah. your three-hour film starts. Yeah, we've 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 had the same. We've made the same complaints ourselves. Fuck, man! It's insane. My bladder. We go in as late as possible. We go in as late as possible, but you're still sitting up for 15 minutes. Yeah, my bladder cannot cope mm. with that. So that's my villain of the year. So what's your, who's your hero of the year? Then I'm going to get on to my, my, my... I think the Spider-Man um, is, I think the Spider-Man is still a fair shout. Yeah, cool. So the, my favourite moment of the year, right? And you can, if you have a favourite moment, you can share. But my favourite moment of the year is the continuing feud between The Rock and Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel I'm basically... Just bored, I'm just bored of all, I'm just bored of all that. Vin Diesel basically called out The Rock and said, hey man, yeah, you know, your kids would want you to be in, in Fast 10. Mm. You know, Paul Walker would want you to be in Fast 10. Yeah. And, and 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 The Rock, to his credit, came back and yeah. said, hey, Vin, we had a private discussion on this. I told you I'm not doing it. You then went in, onto social media and uh-huh. pulled in my family. You pulled in Paul Walker. You know, that's not on. Stop no. using this for publicity. Yeah. I'm not doing the film. 
The fact that he had to do it that bluntly. Yes, now, yes, interestingly, true. I did a bit of research. I went down a Paul Walker Vin Diesel rabbit hole yesterday. I always did you go down a wait, wait, wait. Did you go down a rabbit hole? A rabbit hole. Um, I always assumed that they were like these amazing friends because, after all, Vin Diesel right. has not stopped talking about Paul Walker since he died. Mm-hmm. Turns out, yeah, not so much. Turns out, that I, if you listen, do a little bit of research listen, on this, they did not like each imagine, other very much. I don't imagine, with no disrespect for what I'm about to say, <clears throat> I don't imagine Vin Diesel has many friends. <laughs> Can you imagine hanging out with Vin Diesel? Oh my god, it'll be imagine hanging out with Vin Diesel. It would be terrible. Like, but so I... <laughs> so actually, do you know what? I'm I'm gonna change my hero of the year and I'm gonna give it to The Rock for oh, being no, don't do that. Don't for, do that. For, for as much do as that. you have don't rock you... fatigue, I oh. still think that that guy is one of the most genuinely hardworking people sure in hey, i don't dismiss it hang on hang on my my fatigue has nothing to do with his work no no but this is, that's what i'm saying so putting that aside i think n- not only that he always comes across as the no pun intended the bigger person lol, yeah. lol against vin diesel <laughs> yeah um because you know he's the guy that turns to look we discussed this in private I told you in private we're not going to do this. You've brought it into the public eye. So now I'm actually yeah. going to tell people that we've discussed this in private and you're just using this for publicity. That kind of honesty in Hollywood just doesn't fucking exist. So yeah. credit to Dwayne Johnson for that. And, you know, Vin, just give it up, mate. You need The Rock more than The Rock needs you. Oh, Undoubtedly. You've always needed <clears throat> The Rock. Yeah. The thing that made, you know, Fast 4 was okay. Fast 5 was phenomenal. Why was it Fast phenomenal? Okay? No, Fast shit. Okay. Yeah, you're right, it was shit. Um, Fast 5, though, was phenomenal. The reason yeah, it was phenomenal, because The Rock brought this new dynamic to it. Yes. And true. he, I'm going to boldly say this, he saved that franchise. He did. I don't think that's in, I don't think that's in question. Right. But also the direct. It wasn't just him. But yes, he was. Yeah. His but injection. The, was, but his was injection of charisma and energy yeah, absolutely. and absolutely. You know, rockness saved that. Mm. So yeah. so. But that's been one of my favourite moments of the year. Is is the Rock just coming out and just basically delivering in wrestling parlance a rock mm. bottom to Vin Diesel. Yeah. So there you go. So that's my that's my that. Uh, any any specific moment you'd like to call out this year as your favourite moment of the year? Other than the portal mm-hmm. opening and uh, someone well, coming yeah, through. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there is, there is that. It's, it's a bit easy, isn't it? Um, I think being genuinely impressed with nobody really yeah. helped. Like, as in, it's the same team We people behind films that I have not particularly liked. We were Again, messaging each other what around does it that time. What does it matter what I think? You know what I mean? But yeah, like, no, we, were, we were messaging it, each other really around that time. It, it, yeah. It's the first time that we've had that kind of giddy excitement about a movie yeah. for a long Very time. Like, other than old, nobody was the yeah. other movie we had, like, text. We used to do it with, like, the, the Paul Tanta films, right, for all the wrong reasons. We, right. We'd have back yeah. and forth about, about them just because we were just like, oh, my God, these are so bad, but fuck me that moment's hysterical and oh my god right yeah. they're an sas group and they're, they're in boiler suits you know it's like yeah, they, of course, they, yeah. they look like kmart sa you know those kind of moments were brilliant right we've not we've yeah. not done that 
until this year. And we did it about nobody and old. So That's very there you true. go. Ross, where can people find out more about you, my friend? Uh, uh, well, on social media, you can look me up uh, at Ross Boyas on all the social things. Uh, please also look up uh, at Evo Films UK for evolutionary films. We have films that are coming out and all that in the UK. Uh, and then also please look up at Vengeance Film UK on all the social things uh, for the Vengeance uh, film franchise, the action film franchise that I'm the writer and director of that. Indeed, and they're very, very entertaining films. Oh, thank you. Um, and also, like, 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 just, just from a pure fanboy perspective, right? Like, you, you, you did something amazing. I, I ended up interviewing someone that I, I like. I'd always been a massive fan of for years. I was a huge fan of Gladiators when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and I got to interview a Gladiator. And now I like occasionally have like back and forward with him on on social media and stuff. So he is you know, a he's, delight. He's a, he is he is one of the nicest people. I mean, like we've we've had the privilege of I, I I've done a lot less film stuff than you, right? So I've had the privilege of working in the few films that I've done with some very very bad people, like that I just did not like. <laughs> I'll be honest, and you know I, I quite happily say in private conversations to people who I did not get on with or did not particularly enjoy working with. Um, yeah. However, there are a couple of people. There are lots of people that I met that have just been phenomenal. And he was just one of those guys that I've just gone, you're just such a nice guy. So anyway, fanboying aside, yeah, go and watch Vengeance. True they're great. True gen. Um, and uh, you can check out more about the podcast at www.rossonfieldtalkmovies.co.uk. Uh, and you can follow my reviews of films on my letterbox account. Uh, the easy way to do that is go to philhobden.co. No, sorry, uh, philquickreview.com co.uk or Phil's quick review. Phil's start again, shall I? Fucking hell, I'm fucking up my own social media. Um, www.philsquickreview.co.uk uh, to follow me on Letterboxd. Um, and we will be now. back uh, soon with our preview of 2022. Jesus. It's These really exciting to sound like the future. It, it is, isn't it's it? It's like the year is 2022. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, like when, when we were in the 90s, the 60s, were as far away as the 90s is today. Well, 1979, isn't it? 1979 is as far from 2000 as we are today from 2000. That doesn't make any sense. I know what you mean, though. It's insane. It doesn't make any it? sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. 79 to 2000. But the 90s, mate. There's so the 90s, many changes. The 90s was yesterday to me, right? Yesterday. Uh, years ago. And it's... 30 fucking years ago. You say 95 when I started uni, right? Like, like Mm -hmm. that feels like a couple of days ago to me. Like, it feels like I I finished uni five years ago. You might want to get your brain checked. Yeah. I finished university but a week ago. But a week ago. I appear to have have a fully grown child. (laughs) (laughs) A beard and all these other things. (laughs) Um, It's a long week, long week. Well, look, have a thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone for listening this year. You can rate, review Thank the everyone. podcast on Apple. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and other things. Um, and just say thanks for listening. We'll be back for more podcast greatness. I mean, I might be overselling that one slightly. Um, next year. Um, but Leo, thanks for listening. Take care, and we'll see you in 2022. Bye. 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 Bye.